Hey, welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your Max. Max. Hey, today we have a fun one for you folks. We have Toy Story. What? I'm kidding. Hold on, time out. <laughs> well, it's a sort of a story yeah, yeah, about, about, about toys. I mean, you're, yeah. not, you're not wrong. No, we can wait. We can wait to shut up. <laughs> the 1986 Transformers movie here. It is here. Star Jack Idol, Judd Nelson, Letty Nimoy, Robert Stack, Lionel Stanton, and Orson Welles. It's all really good here with the Time Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. We look back at time. You are fun. We are fun. I think you're faster and, than Blur. Yeah, you'll be out right here. So we'll turn it over to Cass, Nick, Dan, and Jocelyn. And yeah, have a good time. Whoa there, Max. I think you're going You're about as fast as Blur. Who was the... <laughs> Um, you know, the Micro Machine Man. John Mushita. Oh, okay, I never knew John his Mush- name. John Mushita Jr. <laughs> the yes, Micro Machine Man. Set guns on the walls. Appropriate. Shoot him off the walls and then it's still in the air. Shoot him off the air it's still on the walls. So that's where I leave us. Where's that leave us? Nowhere, that's where. I can quote this entire movie. I won't, but I can. Obviously, it's your choice yes. of Guilty Pleasure Month. So, um, oh yes, greetings. Uh, hello, this is Kaz and... Oh, crap. I forgot my line. Let me write. <laughs> oh, I have better things to do tonight than die. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Joss, and I have the power. Woo! Mm-hmm. I'm Dan, and ba-weep, grana, weep, ninny-bong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nick, and as a kid, I went to Toys R Us, Caldor, Apex, Service Merchandise, KB Toys, and even Imaginarium to look for these toys. Of course, Mom wanted to go to Walden Books, and Dad wanted to go to get a new tie at Sears and get a drill because it was ter- tool territory. And my sister wanted wanted to watch me because she was older, but she had to go to Gagzooks to get a new shirt at the mall. And of course, we ended up at Sam Goody listening to Sam listening to Cindy Lauper and buying a Dirty Dancing soundtrack on cassette. During all this, we <laughs> passed by Spencer's, the Disney Store, Noodle Kidoodle, Newport Creamery in the Mall, Discovery Zone Store, The Wonderful World of Science, Discovery Zone, and Chuck E. Cheese. And I just wanted to be a kid, and fuck you, Michael Bay. This Transformer <laughs> movie is awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> fuck you, Michael Bay. Seriously, Michael Bay, fuck you right in the neck. Oh. You know, I feel like he kind of should have he should have done like Max Payne or something, where okay. the explosions and stuff would have been good. I've, like I said, I have I have a full Transformers rant, like the 2007 Transformers and all the Michael Bay nonsense. Just let's make sure we all put spaces between our words. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into that rant here. I might do that as like a separate thing. I don't Ooh. know, but yeah. Michael Bay is fine when he does his own stuff. Yes, Bad Boys. Great movie. I'm I enjoy it. Very Bad good Boys movie. Three. Bad Boys Very good. Out. Yeah, I'm yeah. Excited. Yeah. When he gets his greasy paws on my beloved franchises, and yes, I'm not deluded enough to to not think that Transformers was just to sell toys. I get it. This movie was a 90 minute commercial for their new toy line. That's why so many people die. I know. I get it. But. Transformers mattered to me, and he took a big runny dump all over my beloved franchise. And then he got his hands on Ninja Turtles. Fuck you, Michael Bay. (laughs) And there's a reason why Doug Walker called his new version of of uh, of Ninja Turtles racist alien big boobied explosions. This was that was it was prediction before the movie came out. but it was hilarious. Oh, it was great! Racist alien big boobied explosions. (laughs) Yeah, it's just awful. 
Oh yeah, uh, the Ninja Turtles were supposed to be aliens in this remake. Thing. I yeah. can't. I can't. I, I, I've not seen dumb. it. I don't want to see it. I have no interest. It's bad enough. I leave my eighties alone. Yeah, that's all I want. It's to say. bad enough that they were teenage teenage mutant hero turtles in oh, yeah. in uh, Britain because apparently ninjas, ninjas were too violent. Yeah, nin- you're not allowed to say Fucking ninja. Chain. You're not allowed uh, nunchucks. Yeah. What yeah. about in like Britain? knights? That was part of their history, and they had swords and maces and shit. No ninjas. Ninjas bad. <sighs> Oh, oh yeah, so, Eric Idle is in this. Yep, yeah. there are there are more famous people in this movie than you might think there were. Yeah. I, I love that Orson Welles. Apparently, that was his last movie. Yep, yep it was his final movie. <laughs> so, so he you reportedly hated it. <laughs> when asked about the movie, he said, "I don't know. I play some toy that gets smashed against other toys." <laughs> and he's not wrong at yeah. all. I literally have the toy of his character behind me on the computer desk. Oh, like, oh, it, <laughs> like, yeah, that's him. Oh, right there. yeah, I, I, I actually didn't put that all together. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, uh, wow. You think Unicron's last word was Rosebud? <laughs> Unicron, Unicron's last word was, "Oh Jesus, it hurts." <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting very ahead of ourselves because uh, if I'm remembering correctly his last word hasn't been said yet because he's still fucking alive yep. uh, how do you kill a god you, answer you, you don't, don't. <laughs> he's on earth though I would think when his giant space head landed on earth it would have caused another Cretaceous era kind of catastrophe. Well, okay, that that brings up a point I want to make before we even get into this because the physics. There's a lot of people out out there who might say that Transformers doesn't make sense, that the continuity is weird, and it is. yes, it is, and no, it doesn't make sense. Transformers is what you call a multiverse. There are dozens of continuities, and all of them are equally valid. This movie happened before that whole multiverse shenanigan restarted. So if so what you know about Transformers is true, but so is this. So technically so it's like it's way. prime. Yeah. This yeah. is the one we started off with and then we branched off. This is this is the this is G1 is what we got. G1 and G2 are the main and then things start to branch. And sometimes they connect back to G1 and sometimes they connect back and then veer off again, and other times they're an entirely different thing. And, and sometimes, then sometimes we Beast Wars. Yay! Then sometimes the Quintessons <laughs> created the Transformers, and then sometimes the Dinobots were always the Dinobots, and then sometimes Wheeljack d- uh, created them, and then sometimes how did they Will- were the how did, Dinobots, D Y N O. Back up. And, how did Wheeljack Because Wheeljack in G1 is a mad scientist rather than the mercenary that he is in, in Transformers Prime, mm-hmm. and if you just went cross eyed, that's okay. I've been learning this stuff for 30 years. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, Go education. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah I probably turn the mic down. Just to back a little bit with this, like I haven't had a lot of exposure with it, even yeah. though I did the biggest rant about it. I yeah. wanted to solely ask on, everyone yeah. where our, our starting position solely is. on the on there. Like I had I had a lot of the toys as a kid. I unfortunately did not know what they were, um, you know, because it was... But, so you um, could create a, 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 yeah. a reboot on Netflix. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> knowledge yeah. of the source material is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much was just it. I mean, I still I had a lot of fun playing with it, and it was like... 
one of the few good memories of my ex-brother-in-law is, you know, he, um, we bought a whole line of Transformers uh, toys out of, out of, from a yard sale. I'm like, oh, these are cool. And I had no really idea what I was doing. But I'm like, oh, these are kind of fun toys. But it turns out he had those exact same toys because he signed them on the bottom, John. Mm-hmm. So they're like, no, look. He's like, like Andy? Oh, oh yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The year they taught him, like, oh, okay, cool. And then I never really got too much I into it. I didn't do that. Until, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, 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 never... have, I have one of my original Transformers on the table here with me. And I'm like, wait, did I, did I mark mine? Nope. No, no I didn't. I, um, I never really got too much into it until, like, the Michael Bay movies came out. And I started going back and looking at the older Transformers. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll get this, and like, I think it was really actually. I think it was back a little further than that. Actually, when you and I worked together at a unnamed company, yeah, and you're <laughs> like, oh, that's where it was, and I don't uh, know how that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the TV, the TV just randomly the, turns on. Yeah, we have Boulder guys. Sorry guys, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but the. Um, we worked together at that company, and then you had the, uh, I think you gave me a ride home, and you had, um, what's the, the big decal you had in the, on uh, your... It's the the auto brand, just yeah. like the Autobot symbol in the back yeah. window. It was yeah. huge in the back window of my car. And then okay. some Decepticon shot it out with a BB gun. Asshole. Yeah, that did yeah. happen, yeah. Happened to me at work one day. I'm delivering a pizza to one of the dorms at Roger Williams. I get back in my car, I'm getting ready to move, and then all of a sudden I hear, crack! And my back window is just shattered, and all, everything falls in. Dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Freaking bummer. Oh. Um, I was not, I never watched the original, and I had no interest in, like, I don't give a shit about cars and vehicles, that doesn't fascinate me, but I did watch some Beast Wars and Beast Machines because... I, I love to draw animals, obviously, so check out my shops on Etsy and <laughs> Zazzle. And that's another great show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm more into various weird animals and stuff than, than machinery, and so I was unfamiliar with it, except I kind of knew that Optimus Prime would get killed off because I saw a review somewhere. Optimus Prime is a Christ figure. Yeah, yeah. you figured that out. <laughs> I just like watching reviews of people talking about stuff, usually making fun of things, but yeah. So that's about it for me on that. I've never seen any of the Michael Bay movies. I don't have a horse in that race. I don't carry their way, really. They're bad. You're you're better (laughs) off not having seen them because they are... The first one is okay. The rest are awful. Yeah. I, I did see the first one. But I saw the first one. It was like, thing. I'm like, okay, that, that, I saw the first one a that couple killed times. a few hours, okay. I saw and the first one it. a couple times in theaters because like, ooh, live action Transformers. Mm. And I was desperately trying to convince myself it was good. Yeah. And You forced me to watch it. So, yeah. yeah. I saw it twice <laughs> the day it came out. Yeah. It was. It's that kind of thing. Yep. I love the Transformers. Then I saw the second one and... Were the visuals at least impressive? The visuals were impressive, mm-hmm. but I have... I have Issues with those visuals as well. Oh, but, they have mouths. Well, no, the mouths are fine. I can, I, I can accept, I can accept Transformers having mouths. I can accept that kind of thing. Well, they did in this movie, the cartoon. Yeah, some no? of them do. So, yeah, some of them have mouths. They just do. <laughs> it's like. Well, see, if you're on this argument, you got to argue about Edie from Mass Effect as well, because her yeah, mouth moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, the second movie was just so bad and casually racist that I went and saw it. 
And I had a big grin on my face like, yeah, the first one was pretty good. This one's going to be better because, you know, sequels are better. And the, Only through, video through games. the course of the movie, the, the smile just slowly falls from my face. And it turns into Ooh. a scowl. And about the time I saw John Totoro in a fucking thong, I was just like, that's it, time out. I'm, I'm fucking done. I don't know. I haven't Ooh. seen any of the other Michael Bay movies because I don't need to. Yeah. They're, I believe... Oh. One of his massive, massive issues with it is that there are way too many humans in a movie about robots. In a movie about giant robots punching the oil out of each other, why do we have to follow Sam Witwicky's mother after she ate pot brownies? I don't care. Punching robots. Let's go. Yeah. Maybe were they, was he trying to create a plot instead? Because you can't have just action with no context. Transformers no, can have a plot. But giant robots punching each other can have a plot behind it. We don't need extraneous humans there's not there's okay there's nothing wrong with having humans in a transformers series but when they when they outnumber the transformers that's when that's when things become an issue because the whole point of it is well they're on earth right yeah well that's that's (laughs) but the story is about the transformers yeah right i'm i my whole thing with transformers is i grew up watching them as a little kid like you know on saturday morning cartoon type deal but i never got really into them chris my brother had uh had the toys, but I was just like, eh, robots that change, and I was really bad at changing them, and then I got frustrated, so I yeah, put them aside. She still is. I'm really bad at putting Transformers hey, together. Hey, if you want something sim- a little simpler, but still kind of similar, when I was a kid, I had this Jungle Jaws, it's a, it was a monster truck and a, a leopard, and you just pull the, push the tail down, and it opened its mouth, and go, yeah, there was some I believe there's one of those in this house that my nephew brought over. Yeah, that thing. I know what happened to it. I'm pretty sure Leo brought one over. The basic basic Transformers were fine. It was when they started getting a bit more complicated that I was just like, Uh, nope, I'm out. Like, I don't care about having to fold his leg in three different ways to try to shove him back in a car. He can stay a robot. I don't care. It's like origami. Yeah, I I can't. I'm really, really bad at it. I can't do it. That makes it sound so artistic. I never really cared about them too much, and then he forced me to watch the live action movie which i was like okay i, I could neither here nor there i thought it was fun um and then he saw the second one and basically went no and so i've never seen any of the other <laughs> like, ones. trust me you don't need to but um uh about maybe seven years ago or so well, um, 2010 2011, 2010, 2011 uh they came out with this show called transformer prime and it was uh yeah transformers prime was uh like a cross between uh, computer animation and um, and actual physical animation, and it was really pretty. And the storyline caught me hook, line, and sinker. And I watched all three seasons of it. I watched the movie that came out with it. It was so good, and I'm so into that continuity that I'm like, all right, I love this. This is great. I love this part so much. And then they cut it. It's actually an extension from the Bay Universe. There's bits of it that are from the Bay Universe and the continuity of that. And it's called the Aligned Continuity. Yeah, sure. The, the different continuities have different names. The uh, Michael Bay is part of the Aligned Continuity. Okay, it got very so nerdy Prime. in here. Natural. It did. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Deep Weeb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's where Transformers is for me. It's like I I latched on to one that the storyline was super good. The animation is beautiful. It's heart wrenching. It's uh, there are bits and there are humans in it. There are literally mm. five hu- five humans and one bad guy. Yeah. In it 
And then the rest are all Transformers and, and yeah, there's, this, um, there's, the, uh, there's a bunch of Autobots. There's way more Decepticons. And it's literally the outnumbered tr- trying to protect the humans and humanity. And it's really good. And, and that's that's where I stand on Transformers is, is in Prime specifically. And in, in Prime, the human characters are characters you actually want to see succeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like most of the You other, don't hate them. Yeah, yeah. There's one particular character in Prime. Her name is Miko. Mm-hmm. Miko has every personality quirk of every human companion character that you've ever wanted to see die. Yet somehow you don't want to see her dead. No, you you actually are kind of rooting for her, and it's it's and she funny becomes, because she she is, becomes hardcore she by does, the end of it. I won't I won't so do spoil. Awesome. No spoilers. No. But watch it. It's great. She, Miko kicks ass. She does. She kicks ass, and you've got Jack, who legitimately <clears throat> becomes the first human prime. It's mm-hmm. like he's. It's just so. Where does he put that cool. Matrix thingy? Uh, it's complicated. It's it's watch, got a lot to do with Unicron. It's got a lot of butt. It's it's maybe maybe. <laughs> All right, it goes in the butt, and then and then you've got, Prime's trailer. you've got little Raph, who the, the voice actor for Raph legitly started going through puberty as the show was going, so they had to age him. Yeah. Oh. and it was it's actually kind of cute that he gets a little bit taller and his voice starts to crack, and it's That's, just it's it's cute. They had to do it. That's pretty cool because usually, you usually know, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you don't get a Just sense of time. Picturing what a pure puberty of somebody going, a robot going through puberty. Well, they, they would sound like. Well, he's the human. He's a human. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Raps a, raps a, right, yeah. a human. And so why the robot babies? There are no robot babies in that show. No, I, I've not seen. That's where I. That's where the movie confused the hell out of me. Because there, there's there's robot babies on that planet, and I I'm like, wait, that's not how this is. Supposed there to are work. several. There are several ways for transformers to to be created, and uh, <coughs> budding is one of them. Now I'm just where they like you know as, like asexually reproduce by creating like a bud off of themselves that turns into another transformer. Imagine mm. that's one way. There's manufacturing processes. There's the creation matrix. There's the AllSpark, which are technically the same thing. Uh, um, you need just condoms on everything. There's constructing them like the Dinobots in the cartoon. There's discovering them generations later, like the Dinobots from the com- from the uh, comics. Then there's all sorts of different things from the IDW continuity because that's a whole different cut. And the entire thing fish. just makes my head hurt. And I'm just thinking. And then there's shattered glass where everything's backwards. Anyway. How hilarious and terrible it would be if they had done one of those spin off baby shows of Transform- Transformers Barbies. Babies in disguise. I, if, you, if you spend enough time on DeviantArt, I'm sure you can find it. I'm, I'm sure and, I'll take it as, far as, out. I, as far as I know, Peter Cullen was in both. I'm pretty sure he I'm was sh- Baby Kermit, too. I'm sure there's a Rule 34 of all this, too. Oh, there is. Oh, there. oh good lord. Uh-huh. There is. You didn't even need it with the, with the junk bot. It's like, thank you for showing me that, Liza. <laughs> well, I, I was, oh, my favorites are the, are the Optimus Prime pregnant ones. Those yeah. are Liza. my favorites. Liza, thank you. <laughs> those, those make me giggle so much. I look at them and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Good. All right. And my history of the Transformers is basically I've been bathing in it since almost since birth. I was born in 82. Transformers came out in 84. The first Christmas present I ever remember getting was a tiny little brown and tan Jeep named Outback that turned into a robot that my mother, to this day, can't figure out how to transform. Aww. It's sitting in my parents' curio cabinet yep. at my parents' house. Yep. It's, like, it's like this, is, like all our keepsakes are in there. Mm. That little Transformer's in there. 
They've recently Whoa. re-released him in a new form, and I want to get the figure, but I haven't found it around here yet. Mm. But yeah, Transformers, I've been basically soaking in it my whole life. Something about it just grabbed me. I love the Transformers universe. I know it's basically a 30-minute cartoon for the toy line. I know this movie was just a cash grab to kill off the, the, the Series 1 figures and bring in the Series 2 figures. But fans like me and Benson Yee and everyone else, everyone else involved in the in the Transformers world have made this big, huge lore around I, it. Actually, I mean, hell, uh, in, uh, Charles Dickens, um, yeah. A Christmas Carol. He just did that to what? Put food on the table or something? Yeah, that, so, he was just yeah. doing that for money. And that's and considered then it a classic. Huge. So. Yeah. yeah. Probably one of the most spoofed things I've ever seen. And if you think about it, too, a lot of our childhood <coughs> was basically created to push toys. Absolutely. Yeah. If you think He-Man had a plot, you're, you're, you're mad. <laughs> no. But She-Ra did. She-Ra did. He-Man, yeah. not so much. Yeah, and even, even you know, counterparts of the Ninja Turtles. Ninja yep. Turtles. Ah. Ninja Turtles was all Ninja about Ninja Turtles toys. was just to sell toys. Yep. Well, it was originally a comic, but yeah. it was a But comic. even the it fact why they love pizza yeah. was because of a big sponsorship of Pizza Hut. Domino's, I thought. I just think it's awesome. Pizza. They love the Pizza Hut. It's Domino's in the movie. It's Domino's yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at first it was Pizza Hut, though, and for the series. Really? Yeah. That's, that's okay. So here, there was that's there, cool. but then it became Domino's when it got bigger and bigger. Why did they write alien eggs on pizza? Yeah. <laughs> if they wanted to make pizza look I know. Okay. I know. Oh, Hell. it's the pod dog. Chino, what you do? Chino, doing Nobody's weird. Nobody's got oh, pizza crust now. Leave her be. He was just, uh, I don't know, I just felt him on my leg. Uh, you're uh, just how sitting about like for a while. Structure this uh, review without it coming out like two hours. It's crazy. This this movie. I'm not actually I, sure what happens in it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's like the fourth time I've seen it. I can tell you what happens, but that's only because I've watched it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Timelines and intergalactic distance and scale and size are all fluid <laughs> concepts in the Transformers Unicron world. Seems too small. And Unicron then sometimes tiny, he's enormous. Massive, sometimes he's too small. Yeah. Basically, it's the, the the basic of basics of the movie is there's this big planet eater named Unicron, and he's going around and eating played planets. Played by Orson Welles. Played by Orson Welles. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going around eating planets and that have Transformers on them and some Transformer babies, apparently. Yep. He um, looks like an anus. And then you've got seventeen other seventeen thousand other Transformers that are all named for five seconds before they explode. But um, there's, there's only a few that are actually, you know, important. main characters in it. But you see... 80 billion of them. You see Windcharger. You see uh, Wheeljack. You see Grapple. You see most of the Insecticons. You see all of the uh, Seekers, uh, including Ramjet, Dirge, and... I don't, don't know yeah, any who's of a, these Who's people. the third Conehead? There track. were three Coneheads. There were three Seekers. You see all three of the Seekers, Ramjet, Dirge, and Thrust. Thrust is the third Conehead. They all die. <laughs> Basically, lots Lost. of pe- lots of lots of Transformers die, and you you end up with the ragtag group of of Autobots. I like led oh. by, of course, yep. led Optimus. by Ultra, well, led by Optimus at the beginning of the movie until he gets into his ultimate battle with Megatron. They beat the holy shit out of each other. Optimus comes out of it. Worse for wear, he ends up dying and he loses his color because apparently that's what happens. You turn black and white <laughs> when you die. And you turn your head. You have you enough, turn, you you have turn enough your head. energy left in your body to turn your head. You turn your head, cough, and then turn black and white. Uh, <laughs> he hands over the uh, Autobot create uh, Matrix of Leadership, which was, oh, a, which was a new concept for this movie. Hadn't come up before. 
hands it off to Ultra Magnus, who's played by Robert Stack. Yes, that guy from Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> because he thinks Ultra Magnus is going to be the next leader. Turns out, he's not. Ultra Magnus, at one, at, when he gets it handed over to him, he drops the Matrix because he's, you know, a klutz. And then Hot Rod, played by Judd Nelson, the bright-colored, kid-friendly character, grabs it, and there's this, this big flash of light and just, like, this ominous music as he stands up holding the Matrix. It's clear, this is the guy who should have it. Then he hands it to Ultra Magnus, all the lights and the sound turn off, and Ultra Magnus is like, oh, thanks, that's mine. <laughs> we didn't figure anything out at this particular moment. <laughs> Also, there's deep, dinosaurs. Deep Weeb, Hot Rod looks like the creator god Primus from the Transformers universe. Yes, he does. There's a reason for that. We'll get into it later. I was just glad he had flames painted on him to, in some recognizable colors because some yep. of those background uh, Transformers look kind of hard to distinguish for someone who well, doesn't they know who they are. Had a twelve color, you know, color palette. And, yeah. and to, yeah. <laughs> so pretend otherwise. And to be fair, a lot of Transformers were just recolors of other Transformers. I was talking about the Seekers and the Coneheads before. It does mm. make sense they for were toy manufacturing. F fifteen Tomcats and VTO VTOL jets that were the same toy, just different colors, and they were different characters. <laughs> that's that's how that works. Sunstreaker and Sideswipe were both Lamborghinis. One's red, one's yellow. Ratchet and Ironhide were both vans. One's an ambulance, one's a red van. Hey, you leave my Ratchet alone. They're the same. They're, they were the same toys because Transformers wasn't originally Transformers. Transformers no. was a weird hodgepodge of the Diaclone toys and some Macro, uh, Macross toys from Japan hmm. that got kind of crammed together into their own line. A lot of the a lot of the original toys don't match each other in scale. Mad That's the beginning of the scale screw ups, and they don't match each other in. Anything else, really. They were just mashed together into one line. Uh, Diaclone, Microman, and a third one that I'm blanking on right now. But it was three different <gasps> Japanese toy lines that were merged together into this one. They didn't become a cohesive thing until, like, 1988. Till Hasbro. Till Hasbro. <laughs> Till Hasbro. <Yeah. laughs> you know what's... I'm just going back kind of to the beginning. Uh, I let... What's funny is it takes place in the futuristic year of 2005. In the year 2005. And, you know, there's robots that turn into fucking tape decks. <laughs> yeah. 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 2005. 2005 is the future. And the worst insult of all is that kid picks up a fucking hoverboard. Uh-huh. Yeah. In 2005. Yeah, the, the, the kid, the main kid character in this movie, his name is Daniel. I wonder if you can guess why I liked this movie so goddamn much. <laughs> is Daniel Witwicky, son of Spike Witwicky, who is the son of Sparkplug Witwicky. Those were the Witwickys, not this Sam bullshit from the Michael Bay universe. The Witwickys were Spike, Sparkplug, and Daniel. Everyone can go to hell. But those are the real names. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, Sparkplug's had a different name, but like Sparkplug was his like... Uh, was his nickname. Oh. I have a figure <laughs> here, Mirage, who turns into an F1 racer, who al along his spoiler has an ad for Witwicky's spark, spark plugs. Cool. So we have all sorts of like little references to everything. And those, that hoverboard was emitting flame or something? Yep. It was. Yeah. He's just sliding over grass. You're going to start a fucking wildfire. Well, this is the 80s. We don't care about that kind of thing. We, we still Not have long <laughs> It's not our problem. That's the 21st century spirit. Yeah. I'm not even sure where the hell they are at that point either. Are they, they on Earth? They're on Earth. Are they? Are you sure? Yes. They're on Earth near Autobot City, which is in... <laughs> uh, 
on in uh, along the, the coast where the Simpsons live along the coast of in the Men. <laughs> we yes, don't know where adjacent Autobot. to Springfield. We're yeah. just not sure which one. We don't know where Autobot <laughs> City is. We just know it's on Earth, and that's good enough for us. Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I, I guess I'll, I can do the plot synopsis on this one because it's just all over the place. And if you guys haven't seen it recently, it's just like what's happening. Yeah, I, I want to see. It. I watched it, and I'm still what's happening. I I, I am too. That's why I'm being largely quiet today. Want to say that I. I like Cup. Maybe yep. he looks a little different though, because he looks like he has like lines under his eyes, like he's aged. So I'm thinking, yes. so robot he sag. He's seen in this some universe? shit. He is, he is very old. Yes. Cup is an Cup is an old timer. He's maybe, been through a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's because my grandpa was a mechanic. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he seems like a good grandpa character. Yeah, and, and he yeah, I agree. Is. Yeah, yeah. He kind of is. Later on, later on, later incarnations of Cup would have him chomping on what they call a cigar. <laughs> Literally, it's like, just like a metal cigar that just sticks out of his mouth. Oh my mouth. god, he's he was vaping. Yeah, before it was he was vaping. <laughs> <Yep. stuff. laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so think yeah. about that robot sag with age mm-hmm. in this universe. So, oh yeah. god! So the movie opens with an intergalactic butthole named Unicron eating a planet of sentient robots. Is it a tiny planet or is he a big unicron? He's supposed yes. to be a big unicron or <laughs> yeah. it's a really tiny planet. Yeah. We're not sure. It doesn't look yes. right. Yeah. It just, so just he eats funny. the planet. Only one one survivor escapes, a robot by the name of Kranix. Remember him. We'll come back to him later. We go to our theme song, which is... Amazing. Hair metal, hair metal Transformers, which is <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I love it. It's yeah. great. Yeah, um, 80s music is often cheesy, but I'll give a pass for hair metal. But yeah. it's so good. It's so good. And then we see, we go to Earth, where we see... The final um, frontier. The fucking hoverboard kid. Oh, wait, no, sorry, I lied. We're on Cybertron, Yeah. Uh, where the Decepticons have taken over. They they control the entire planet. Which we go to one of the moon bases. Does there happen. Are, there yeah. are two moons of Cybertron, where, and that's where the Autobots are trying to stage... A coup. Uh, essentially, yeah. They're trying <laughs> to take back the planet. They say this whole thing, we need to take a special run to Autobot City for reasons unknown and things and whatever. We're doing stuff. Okay, cool. Oh, I thought they were talking about Earth. So moves. they're in the auto zone, which still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Get in the zone. Yeah. Um, if AutoZone wants to sponsor us, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'll take the money, though. Uh, so, yeah. So, Laserbeak, the, one of the cassette uh, transformers that is loyal to the cassette deck Soundwave, yeah. the Decepticon. And it looks like a, a bird, so yep. Soundwave, I like the animal ones. Yeah, laser- Soundwave, who's still there. He's still a major part of all continuity. Yep. Soundwave is everywhere. He, st- he stopped talking years ago, Don't and now he's just a, a silent narc. No. No, he turns into a drone. Oh. But that's not musical at all. Nope. I have. Can you turn it. into an MP3 and go through the airwaves? Uh, there is a there yeah. is one version of Soundwave that turns into a uh, an iPod. Yeah. Oh, sorry, an iPad. It's literally what? a flat iPad, oh. and you can transform them all. His whole oh. thing still is he can he can um, he records absorb stuff. sound he's, and video. He's and, the Robonark. Yeah. Huh. He is. He is. He is, as lo- he is as loyal to Megatron as anyone yeah. can possibly be. He is the Robo Narc. Nobody wants to say anything around him so because he, he will. He is legitimately that. Snitch. He's legitimately that bystander who's recording everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He, <laughs> he keeps track of things. He's he's um, Megatron's like right hand man. He does he does like uh, IRL Twitch. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> like li- li- live streaming. Yeah. So. Um, 
Laserbeak over here is this, brings the information back to Megatron, Starscream, and Soundwave. They Starscream, play my it, favorite. You know, play back the thing, and they realize, oh, they're going back to Autobot City. Let, let's, let's ambush them. So the Autobots get onto a ship. They start flying towards Earth. Decepticons smash through the wall, kill everybody on board because we didn't have figures for them in the second wave of the toys. <laughs> uh, everybody dies. Prowl, Ironhide, um... um Everybody whose Braun. name I did not catch, yeah. they Braun, all died. Because yeah. they didn't say them. I just know them because I know them. <laughs> all of the, uh, lots and lots of Transformers lose their lives mm -hmm. in this battle. Uh, the ship makes it to Earth, where Daniel and Hot Rod, our, you know, kid-friendly toy of this, one, of this movie, are, are, you know, fishing by some picturesque lake, because this is what we do. <laughs> they see the ship coming in, and Daniel jumps on his totally safe 80s hoverboard and starts flying back towards Autobot City to go see his dad, Spike. Not causing a forest fire at all. Not causing any kind of fires <laughs> in the woods here, no. Uh, eventually, he smashes into a rock because why not? Because Hot Rod picks him dumb. up. Hot Rod picks him up. He transforms into the Hot Rod. He's just driving <laughs> down the street recklessly, smashes through a stop sign where we meet Cup, who is an old crotchety, get off my cyber lawn, yes, cyberpunk. You're I turbo, like that guy. Yeah, turbo Revan Young Punk, and that's an actual line. Yeah. From, the from the movie. They go to like Lookout Mountain to see the ship and they notice there's a big old hole in the side of the ship because the Decepticons didn't think that through. <laughs> they see the big old hole in the side of the ship, they zoom in with the binoculars and then everybody starts shooting at each other and there's lasers everywhere. Red lasers, purple lasers, transformers coming out of everywhere. Half of them are miscolored because they didn't tell them who was supposed to be what. Yeah. Specifically, Ramjet gets killed four times yeah, in, in the does. ensuing battle uh, for Autobot City. Yes. Yeah. Ramjet, the red conehead looking... Uh, Jet guy. Oh, yeah. He gets shot, he gets stabbed, and he gets run the fuck over by Optimus Prime. He dies like four separate times. <laughs> um, I would go into detail, but we'll be here all day about the battle. Yeah, Let's yeah. just say things go crazy. It doesn't go well for the Autobots. Everyone tries to get back into Autobot City, then they transform Autobot City, and we get a solid minute and a half of Transformer porn because. <laughs> The entire city's turning into guns and battle stations and ships and panels moving and it's metal origami <laughs> and Starscream gets his foot stuck in something and he has to shoot his foot so he doesn't die. Later, he kicks Megatron with that same foot and doesn't scream in pain. I call bullshit. Do they feel pain, though? Yes. Yes, Because yes, he shot himself yeah. in the foot and went, Ah, my foot! Whoa. That was funny. Because <laughs> he got stuck and he had to, like, fly off and had to blast his own foot off. But it didn't come off. Because continuity. Anyway, uh, the battle goes on for quite some time. The siege does not go well for the, for the Autobots. Eventually, the Constructicons, the six robots who don't ask me their names because I constantly forget them all. Uh, they're all pretty much interchangeable anyway. They combine to form Devastator, the first combiner robot who's big, dumb, powerful, and punches lots of things. And that's when we, we bring in dinosaurs. And that's when the Dinobots show up, because why not? Robot dinosaurs dinosaurs are instantly 70% cooler when they're robots. And yeah. in comes Lenny. Yeah, yep, in comes yep. Grimlock, Lenny, the king. You know, me no, me no bozo, me king. Me king. Grimlock, who looks terrible in the Bayverse. Can in I the just, Bayverse, they, yeah. Grimlock he looks like a, a T-Rex in this one. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a T-Rex in the Bayverse, but in reality, he's just a like a, a like a loose collection of spiky bits that's supposed yeah. to be a dinosaur somehow. So we get the Dinobots. We only get like four of them right now, although generally there are five. 
We I, get Grimlock, the leader, the T-Rex. We get Sludge, the uh, Dipl- the uh, Diplodocus, if you're, if you're being British. I thought Diplodocus. it was... Yeah, Diplodocus. Diplodocus. If you're being British, it's Diplodocus. Um, the Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl swoop. Why the hell is does he have, like, the same colors as Woody Woodpecker and, like, the same locations too i just more think, or less that's actually what? that's actually a pretty uh uniform color scheme for the dinobots you mm. just see way more of the blue on swoop than you do on the others ah um and then the last one is slag uh which yes i know is an actual pretty nasty insult in britain i don't mean it to be i thought just, it was that's like just his name he's a triceratops molten metal with it is impurities it in is it. but calling someone a slag in britain is also pretty bad <laughs> It's, it's not a nice word. It's not a, not, not a nice phrase, but that, that was his name. Uh, later versions of the character call him Slug to make things a little bit better. <laughs> Although he's not a slug, he's a triceratops. Anyway, the Dinobots show up, they start kicking ass, and then, um, you know, the fight's continuing on. It goes into, like, later on in the day, Blaster and hit, Blaster, the, the Autobot tape deck, and Soundwave, the Decepticon <laughs> tape deck, in start fighting with their cassette robots. <laughs> they start fighting each other. I saw that looked like a panther. That's cool. Yes, you that's imagine ravaged. one of them would be really afraid of a pencil. Yeah, right. Uh, you, they oh, probably yeah. would be. Yeah, like, <laughs> crunch. Oh, and they fall over. And, uh, I lost my memory. Like two of them are named Eject and Rewind. Yeah. Because um, they're so, tape. Wait, that, that, so does that make like the actual tape part of them like their intestines? And if you yeah. snap it, is that like gutting them? Well, I have. Yeah. I, I, you guys have seen the T-shirt I have. It's Soundwave. With the laser beak cassette, but all of the tape is out, and it's just him going, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, the uh, the battle goes badly for the Autobots. Uh, the you know uh, Devastator is smashing smashing up the place. Optimus eventually shows up on a second shuttle, saves the day. The song, the touch. Oh from, God! Okay, that's yeah. cheesy. Yeah. You got the touch. Yes, it's the same song from Boogie Nights. Doom, doom, doom. I think it's hilarious that they're playing that while they're punching each other and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he shows a beat. He and uh, Megatron have you know beat the living crap out of each other for as a while. They do. Megatron cheats as you do. As he does. Uh, by stabbing Optimus multiple times with a welding torch. Uh, they and, didn't even have eye protection. Yep. And yeah. then at about the point where Optimus is going to win. God damn it, Judd Nelson, Hot Rod, I mean Hot Rod, shows up and like tries to jump on, on hey, Megatron and gets in the way, and then Optimus can't shoot because, you know, Hot Rod's in the way. He gets shot several times, and god damn it, Hot Rod, you killed my robot dad. It's like a weird it's like a weird robot version of an Andy Griffith episode. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. time Andy Griffith got gunned down yeah. by a cybernetic. Well, yeah. no, actually there was an episode where he like his He's famously known as the sheriff that never had a gun. Yeah. So, so he grabbed a gun and he almost shot somebody and Barney jumps in to try to tackle the guy. Yeah. Oh, here that he stops. He goes, wait, I could have got him. Well, you don't have a gun, Andy. <laughs> Didn't it have nothing in it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the, that, that was the end result there anyway, but it was still, it was funny. Yeah. All right. So, uh, ultimately everybody retreats because Megatron is smashed to crap. Yeah. Starscream takes over. Everyone piles into the back of Astrotrain. There's another scale issue happening here. Remember, scale is a very fluid thing in the Transformers universe. Now There's... they won't be able to not see it now that you've told them yep. about it. <laughs> there is a tra- there is an Autobot by the name of Broadside who transforms both into a jet 
And an aircraft carrier. But can he and land on himself? He can only do it and one become a god. The question is, does he become a really fucking big jet or a really <laughs> small air- aircraft carrier? And the answer is no, because fuck scale, scale is fluid. This is how this <laughs> this is how this world works. Stop thinking about it. Yeah. It's giant robots punching each other. Megatron turned you into a freaking say laser. That. Yeah. You say that, but I'm gonna actually pull something that Cass said during the movie. Yeah. Um, she said, Can't they just rebuild Optimus when Optimus dies, which is happening very soon. Yes, Optimus dies movie. in the very next scene after handing off the Matrix of Leadership to, to Ultra Magnus, yep. who he thinks is going to be the next uh like the next leader of the Transformers. And you know, as, as I said before, he drops it, the actual the one grabs it, holds it up, like, no. oh, this is my thing. Here you go. But Have it back. But um, the, to to point out something that Cass said uh, about the whole can't they just rebuild him, and we were talking about how this is whole that basically Transformers are bio uh, biomechanical. Biomechanical. I was also wondering about the mouths without joints. <laughs> yeah, well that I can't answer, but this one I can. Liquid um, metal, we'll call it. In during Transformers Prime, they actually say something that actually makes a bit more sense if you think about it. Oh, the um, uh, Jack. Yeah. A character named Jack and RC, who is reimagined in Prime, because RC is in this movie as a car. She is now a motorcycle. In Prime, um, yes. They were talking about fixing something on her. and They were, uh, talk, they were talking about Bumblebee. His voice Bumblebee's, box has been Bumblebee's crushed. voice box has been crushed by Megatron in the Bayverse. Mm. Um, and it continues on in Prime. Um and they were trying to fix it or try to figure out a way to fix it. And he's like, well, can't we just, you know, build a new part for him and put it in? And she looks at she looks at him and she goes, well, okay, can you rebuild your spleen? You can put a new one and in. And he's like, no. He's like, She's like, so why do you think you can rebuild his voice box? We don't work that way. We're not the same like that. Mm. It's like our mechanics, because they're biomechanical... Don't work the same way. You can't just put in a new engine over here. It doesn't work that way. And, and so they can't get hip replacements. No, they like people. They can, but they have to be specific about it, just like we do. We can put metal into our body to try to fix certain things, but it's never going to work the same. It's never quite the and same. And it's never yeah. It's never. You still have to go through physical therapy and everything else, and yeah. so do they. Yeah. Right. And that it's the easiest way to figure out. It's like, well, can't you just fix them? No. Like no, the, you can't. The, there's, act, it, there's actually a series of episodes in Prime. I won't get into too much detail on this, but one of the characters takes a special form of their fuel, Energon, and it like overloads the system to the point where he's actually damaged. And for the next few episodes, he's actually on bed rest while he's trying to recover from it. Does he have robot diarrhea? He said that's their food and their money, right? It's their Energon food, their, is their money, food, their money, their, their blood, their blood, their, their fuel. Energon is everything. Yeah. Energon is everything. It's also them. their. It's also their alcohol. Their alcohol. There's, there's a specific are... episode of G1 where the where the Decepticons get drunk oh, on Energon. It's so funny. And it's and <laughs> it is so funny to watch Megatron get drunk. They get drunk on Energon and then the Autobots shoot down <laughs> to go inside Megatron's brain and fight his evil brain impulses. Did I mention this show is weird? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, where was I? Yes. Um, Optimus, Optimus Prime has died. Optimus yeah. Prime has died and gone monochrome, and it's all very sad, and you killed my and robot dad. his head dad. goes to the side. His head goes to the side, and now he's black and white. Uh, 
At this point, we go back to the Decepticons on Astro Train, who is a space shuttle of indeterminate size because <laughs> the giant robots can become even gianter robots inside the smaller robot. Stop thinking about it. It's going to make your ears bleed. Uh, Starscream boots a injured Megatron As well as a bunch airlock. of other Decepticons out because, because they say we need to jettison some weight or we'll never make it back. Even though they're in space and that you're, don't work that you're way. You're in space. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Do it anyway. Unless it's like rations or something. So they kick uh, some of the trans- some of the uh, injured Decepticons out of the out of the ship, and One then of they them start being the leader. <laughs> and then they all start fighting over who gets to be the new leader. And Astro Train flies off, getting smashed around with having the worst kind of indigestion you can think of. Stupid robots fighting each other in space, probably gonna wreck up their yep. craft. The uh, dead and dying uh, Decepticons. Float in front of Anus in Space Unicron. The biggest who, asshole in the universe. He yep. is a giant asshole in, in, <laughs> in the universe. Who wakes them up and says, hey you, get up, I need minions. Megatron says, no, fuck you. Unicron causes him lots of pain and Megatron goes, okay, fine. Yeah. And this is actually where we found something. Somebody did a mock-up, President Unicron. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Vote Unicron. He's the lesser of many evils. <laughs> He's uh, the asshole of He has a nice evil. speaking yeah. voice. Uh, so yeah, so eventually he uh, Unicron reformats uh, the dead and dying Decepticons into Galvatron, Scourge, and... Bunny uh, Ears Guy? Galvatron. And Bunny Ears Guy Cyclonus. Who, well, Galvatron, whose voice changes. Whose voice changes from Frank Welker to... Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Which we could not tell the Yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't even notice until you pointed it out. Yeah, I just saw his name in the credits and I'm like, oh. So Unicron, where was he? Unicron sends Galvatron and his minions off to find Ultra Magnus to destroy the Matrix of Leadership because it's the only thing that can stop Unicron. How does the Matrix choose a leader? Is it a person kind of behind it or yeah, it's like, it's, like yeah. a, it's like a the one sort of situation yeah. because yeah. Optimus not Prime very democratic is it Optimus Prime was a records clerk before he became the Autobot leader mm-hmm. coolest librarian ever yeah he used to be yeah. Orion Pax then he became Optimus Prime and um, basically all the primes are they're basically entrusted with the knowledge of Cybertron it's like, okay, mm. you're worthy of this honor. And I think the only reason that Optimus got it, at least in one continuity, is because he was the only one left. Right. <laughs> he was the only one he, alive. He was actually, he was the only one near Zeta Prime when, when, Z- when Zeta was killed. Yeah. And Zeta gave him the, the Matrix. So, so like, here you go, right. you're, you're here. Well, ultimately, to, to we don't find out, we don't it's, learn this in this movie, but what the Matrix is, is a spark of the soul of their creator god, Primus. Yeah. Okay. Primus turned himself <laughs> into Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. They live on a dead body. They, they live, live on a dead, uh, a yeah. dead transformer. You know the whole Nietzsche oh. God is dead thing. Yeah. <laughs> Theirs is. They live on him. Yeah. Oh, He's called right. Cybertron now. Um, in one of the original scripts, Cybertron was supposed to transform into another giant planet robot and start but getting into a punch everybody. up. Yeah. And that concept later became the planet is the sleeping form of the creator god Primus, who looks remarkably like Hot Rod, as I've said before. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's a whole reincarnation versus fate versus the one all mixed together into this crazy goop of a movie. Yeah. So, so, uh, so basic, oh, the, so yeah. you, uh, we were talking earlier. So the Matrix is basically like a really inefficient internet. Yes. Kind yes. of, yeah. Yes, it is, yes. Kind of. It's like DARPAnet. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the Galvatron and his armada go back to Autobot City and start blowing it up all over again. Once they, they'd already started trying to fix the place, then they'd start blown up again. Uh. So all the Autobots have to escape. And they get onto two where, different shuttles Yeah, here's and where things escape. get confusing for me, because now they end up on... Uh, some of them end up on a trash planet. Some of them end up in pee. I don't really get what's <laughs> going on here. Yes. Pee with sharks in it. Yeah. There, th- there were two escape shuttles. Uh, one group ends up in one shuttle. One group ends, ends up in the other. Um, I just remember suddenly uh, Hot Rod and um, uh, Cup are... Fighting some underwater robot tentacle vines yeah. and then hot, squid. Hot Rod, and Cup, and the Dinobots are on one oh. shuttle that gets shot in the engines and just spirals off into who knows where. As far as Galvatron's concerned, he doesn't care because Ultra Magnus is in the other shuttle, and that's who he's after. He's after Ultra Magnus, who's in the shuttle with Springer, RC, um, Daniel, Daniel, and yeah. Perceptor. Yeah. So they're trying to escape. Uh, Galvatron's chasing him down because he knows he's got the Matrix. They pull this whole separate the saucer section data from, <laughs> from the USS Enterprise thing. They separate, separate the first part of the shuttle, so they blow up the back half. So Galvatron thinks he blew up the, the shuttle. Fine. Unicron says he didn't. Oh, God, it hurts, it hurts. Bring me back to Unicron. Galvatron leaves, and that shuttle crashes on the planet of junk. Come to me, Unicron. What, what was so, it? Uh, yeah. It sounded sexual. It uh, t- take me. Take me to him. Take me. Is what, uh, <laughs> is what Galvatron says. Um, what did, wait, where did Blur go? Blur, uh, sorry, yeah, Blur is with the, is with Ultra Magnus and I was Springer. Gonna say, he's, he lands he's on, on the, the junk He lands on the planet of junk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I left I, him out. I just want to say, I he really. He was moving too fast. I really yeah. like, hey, he was blue too. Yep. Yeah. Gotta go fast. What I like though is that little exchange between Blur and, um. What's this? The T Rex guy? What was his name? Uh, Grimlock. Grimlock. Yeah, I can't get them on the ship. Get out! Get out! Get out! It's like like no. he talks so fast with all kinds of words, and then Grimlock leaves out lots of words because he talks like basically '30s Frankenstein. Yeah. I just yeah. think that's a fun juxtaposition. And the funny part, I mean, funny thing, that, yeah. yeah. In the com- yeah. in the in the comic books, yeah. the cra- character Grimlock still talks like that. Yeah. But he's actually very intelligent. He oh. just had he has crossed diodes in his brain that he can't use personal pronouns like I. It's always oh. me, Grimlock. It reminds oh. me of that episode of The Office <coughs> with what's his face decided to talk faster by leaving out words. Kevin did. Oh god. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He liked to do that stuff. Maybe he just wants to he's a super genius. He wants faster. to save time. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh, now the, the plot splits in two directions. We'll we'll follow one to, to its Logical if stupid conclusion, and follow the other to it's also logical if stupid Sharky. conclusion because they keep crisscrossing, and I'll get confused if we do that. Let's follow Cup and Hot Rod and the Dinobots. Mm-hmm. They land on planet Fnifnne in the something or other nebula. I don't know where this is, they don't actually say it. We find them underwater on this metal planet fighting what it looks water. like what looks like a mini boss from Mega Man. It's a giant robot squid mm-hmm. that is trying to kill Cup, rips his arm and his leg off, and and Hot Rod's looking all cool. He replaces his hand with a buzzsaw and he's chopping through like Robo Kelp and Cyber Piranhas and everything's robots. Yeah. Just don't think about it too hard. Goddamn robot yeah. seaweed. Yeah, they end up fighting off the robot squid who inks his way away. He finds he finds Cup all smashed to the bottom. The kid says, fix me. Picks up his parts, brings him onto the shore, fixes but the Cup. Part, that part was funny to me because he goes as slow as he possibly yes, can. Yes, he can. He's in the water. 
He's in the yeah. water. There's resistance. Yeah. But it's the sonic drowning music. God damn it. Oh god, panic, panic, panic. So yeah, so he drove at normal speed though, right? When he turned into a car. Well, normal-ish speed. Oh, okay. So it's consistent. Yeah, normal-ish. They're underwater, so everything's slower. It's it's the worst part of a Sonic game. It was just funny. Yeah. There's not SpongeBob rules there. Yeah, there's no fire under the water. We don't question this kind of thing. So or the fish aren't drowning. Yeah, Hot Rod repairs repairs cup. Uh, Cup, as the crotchety old man, complains about leaving a part out. He's Now he's limping and all this other stuff. But otherwise, he's fixed. Okay, cool. Let's get off this stupid planet. They're wandering around, and they run into a large group of alligator monster transformer they like things. piranha faces. They're, they're yeah. called piranacons. Um, a whole horde of them comes out of the water at them, and they start to freak out. And Cup... And Cup says to Hot Rod, no, 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 calm down. We're going to do the but, universal but he greeting. the universal greeting. He's like, the universal greeting? Just trust me. And Cup stands up in front of them and goes, Ba-wa-ba-weep-gra-na-weep-ninny-bong. And then you hear Cup, uh, you hear Hot Rod behind him. What? Trust me. They offer him a little glowing, like, Energon ship. It's like their money, their food, their whatever. These things run up. They take all the Energon because they kind of understand the universal greeting they take all the food whatever it's like sorry we're all out and they're supposed to reciprocate they, they don't. don't they don't they capture uh cup and hot rod and bring them to their masters the quintessons i would explain the quintessons but i don't think i can hmm. the quintessons are fucking weird they are five-faced hovering judges pod egg thing judge things each yeah. face is supposed to represent a different aspect of you know like death or tyranny or war or whatever and it changes in the continuity you don't really need to know this is a kangaroo court of nonsense when you are declared innocent you're dropped into a tank of, of shark decons and killed because that that's like how pain. this goes you never actually find out what happens if you're declared Guilty. Yeah, if you're de- so you're yeah. let go. Probably? If you're declared guilty, you might be named you know, king of the planet. I don't Who knows? know. Everybody yeah. we see is innocent. So, so backwards world. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Cup and Hot Rod are uh, locked up where they meet Kranix, the one survivor from the planet earlier in the movie. Oh, who, that's why that guy was significant. Mm-hmm. Who explains later? Who explains to them who Unicron is? Tells them his name. Tells them that it's a devourer of worlds. Blah 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 blah. We so cut to the Dinobots who have crashed somewhere else. Wait, so that means he's the Silver Surfer? <laughs> kind of. Kranix is sort of like Silver Surfer. Well, he's not yeah. really a herald so much as a, I have this information. Yeah. Um, he's the only one, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. In, certain, in certain, well, in the comics, uh, Galvatron did, not Gal, not Gal, Unicron did have heralds. They were three robots called Hook, Line, and Sinker. Why would they run? I am not exaggerating. I'm not making that up at all. Why would they, if he didn't give a shit about murdering whole planets, why would he warn people or send out somebody to tell them, hey, I'm coming to eat your planet? What, Galactus? Well, no, Unicron, no, no, Unicron, Unicron. So Unicron doesn't really have heralds oh, outside okay, of the Oh, okay, I thought you were talking. Galactus has heralds. No, in the comics he has heralds. Not yeah, in the, yeah. Not in the, not in the cartoon. Secret. Why would they go? They're they're basically they're basically like hitmen for him. Essentially, they're not so much warning anybody. They're just preparing the planet ahead of time. 
with salt and pepper and it's like effectively, and yeah. so they're tenderizing the meat That's is that what you're telling yes. me yeah. <laughs> character sinker has big like big iron balls for yeah, hands and he yeah. just smashes things they balls. are tenderizing the meat so yeah. anyway uh, um, dirt's too hard so over yeah, here we cut to the uh, Dinobots wandering aimlessly through this planet they crashed somewhere else I thought they're you weren't going to cut other. I thought you were going to this is the same planet this is the same planet because the others oh, are, the on, the are on the planet. And the shark the tank looks is piss yellow. It's all yellow. The, the sharks are swimming in pee for some <laughs> ungodly reason. The Dinobots are wandering yeah. entirely in the wrong direction, arguing with each other, having a stupid off. When an even dumber character shows up, the little orange rhyming couplets saying uh. jackass named Wheelie. Does he turn into like a unicycle? <laughs> Uh, he turns into a remote control car that humps Megan Fox's leg in the in the later oh, movies. Oh, jeez. Uh huh. I would think RC would, would turn into an RC car. Yeah, no. no. Turns in, in the in the Michael Bay movies, RC turns into a motorcycle. She gets one line, then she gets blown the fuck up. Uh. Because we can't have women having strong strong roles or lines in these movies. This is why I like Prime. Fuck you, Michael Bay. <laughs> so uh, that's why I was in my beginning, right? Yep. So, uh, we continue on. Wheelie makes quick friends with Gr- Grimlock because they are equally dumb. Convinces them to walk the other way to where Hot Rod Oh, he hit Cump him in the face. Shot in the face <laughs> with a robo-slingshot because and, of course he did. And then defeat, defeat equals friendship. <laughs> yeah. Just like Dragon Ball Z, defeat equals friendship, so now they're fast friends. Was, this, was that always a trope? Or, I, I don't know. Is that particular to it, Japan? It think... might just be a Journey to the West kind of thing that just kind of fell in line with everything else. I, I think that, didn't that happen in like Gilgamesh or something? Oh, uh, in Kidu, or, yeah. Something uh, like that. Gilgamesh and Kidu fought for, uh, originally were like at, at odds and when Gilgamesh won the fight, they became friends. Yeah. Welcome to the Deep Weep. <laughs> I, I just, I just always wondered if, if it's a prevalent uh, anime trope, does it have anything to do with like we were enemies and now we're friends? You know, with US and Japan? It doesn't work that way with Ron though. And, well, no, because... But then it might just be a well, general trope. Ranma characters are just caricatures when you get down to True. it. Christ, one of them saved Moose and turns into a duck. Anyway. Uh, Maybe I'm just a bad sport. When I lose games, I kind of get angry instead of being like, I want to be your friend now. Yeah. So we go back to the shark, to the Quintessons and the Sharkticons where Cup and Hot Rod are on, uh, on like the plank being de- declared guilty or innocent. <laughs> They start arguing back and forth about this whole thing. They're gonna no be, crime they're, either. They're going to be in contempt. Yep, they have lassos of truth that don't let them transform. They are, you know, almost held in contempt of court, to which Hot Rod replies, I have nothing but contempt for this court. <laughs> you line. can't handle the truth. Yeah, that was a good lie. <laughs> I like that. They're yeah. declared innocent. Yeah. They're dropped in the shark pit. They trans- The bands go away. They transform, and they start making this giant whirlwind as they drive around the bottom. That was a like this big move. whirlpool that splashes everything out. And yeah. they're fighting the Sharkticons, which should be called Piranacons because they look like Piranha, not Shark, but that's a whole different yeah. story. While they're fighting, while they're fighting, this, they're like... Punches one's teeth out. They punch, it, punch one of them's teeth out. He pulls the tail off one of them and, use, and uses it like a, like a club for the rest. And, they, and then they kind of stop and they're like, 
They well, kind of stop when the whole place starts to shake, and then this big door falls down on one of the judges, and the Dinobots walk in, and like they're squishing a guy, and one of them goes, excuse me, and keeps walking in. <laughs> that scene is repeated in the game Fall of Cybertron later on. It's it's a different character that gets crushed, but the same character that says, excuse me, goes, excuse me, and just walks through <laughs> on, on the on the giant door. I like Grimlock. Everyone's, everyone's reunited. Mm-hmm. They the the Piranicons want the sorry the Sharkticons want to keep fighting. Grimlock says, "No, don't fight us, fight them." And they go, "Oh!" And then they World War Z <laughs> up the side of the building and go after the Quintessons. Yeah, didn't one group thought the other group was dead and vice versa? Or uh, they didn't know where each other were. They crashed in different different parts of the planet. Right, so they were yeah. trying to find each other. Yeah, I thought, wasn't there a scene that one of them assumed the others was dead or something? Uh, well, I think Hot Rod and Cup assumed the Dinobots were killed. Yeah. And the Dinobots were just like, let's go find our friends. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the best lines out of the whole movie was, um, what's the Lenny guy? Uh, Grimlock. Yeah, Grimlock oh, goes Oh, you wanted to know about Grimlock. rabbits. Oh, am I glad to see you, yeah. <laughs> you bozos. Yeah. Grimlock, not bozo. bozo. Grimlock king. Yeah, and what he says there is like, me Grimlock, Grimlock say kill them. And they all look at each other and just smile. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. All the shark guys <laughs> are like, wait a minute, there's more of us than them. Yeah, did they yeah, treat fuck those guys. Badly? Let's go kill them. They know. kept them in a pool full of piss. Presumably, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you'd be a little annoyed too. Yeah. Or they just thought Grimlock <laughs> like was that Like that's the cool. moment they all put everything together. On this really sucks. Grimlock <gasps> is robot Fonzie. Essentially, yeah. Hey. So yeah. they eventually, they eventually <laughs> find a giant corkscrew ship that they take to go that find their cool. friends. Yeah. Now rewind a bit to the crash landing on the planet of junk. That's where Ultra Magnus, Blur, Springer, RC, Perceptor, and Daniel are. Uh, oh, they Daniel's—they got him in his little. Yeah, they put uh, Daniel in an exosuit that lets him transform into this tiny little car thing. They oh. crash and they try to find some way to, you know, fix their ship. While they're fixing their ship, Galvatron, who's been told by Unicron that no, you done fucked up, he's not dead, go back and do it again. Galvatron and his armada come back. They, you know, try to kill everybody again. They end up killing Ultra Magnus and taking the Matrix because Ultra Magnus tried to open it. Surprise, surprise! You're not the it chosen didn't work. one. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. He gets killed. Sword Galvatron stays takes in the, the Matrix. Yeah, Galvatron takes the Matrix and he see, he thinks he's going to go take control of Unicron and he's going to be the master now. So they leave. The others come back, find dead Ultra Magnus. They mourn for about six seconds. And then they hear the soundtrack start playing Weird Al Yankovic's Dare to be Stupid and the Junkions attack. And led by Eric Idle. Led by Rekgar, who like, is voiced by Eric Idle. He looks like Genghis Khan. He looks like Genghis Khan like, with, with gun nipples. <laughs> and spikes everywhere. And he's got a Bring backpack that dead. looks... Yeah. And Bring I can't, I'm fine, actually. He kinda, he's kind of like... Um, <laughs> he's got a little bit of Errol Flynn there, too. A little bit, the, yeah. uh, And I was wondering, is, is his facial hair, because it comes off his face, is it's, that like actual hair? It's wires, actually. Oh. So uh, fun, like, fun little uh, factoid here. The character Rekgar shows up again later in the show Transformers Animated. Yeah. However, this time he's voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. Funny <laughs> that. That's cute. Hey, oh. wait, is, is his name something backwards? Rekgar? No, yeah. it's just Rek dash G A R. Oh, okay. It just sounds like something backwards. It sounds like Wrecker a little bit, but it's Rekgar. Anyway, they have this big long running fight with the Junkions who all turn into like 
motorcycles. Essentially like post-apocalyptic Mad Max Mad style Max, mo yeah. motorcycles. Yeah. And dudes uh, riding motorcycles, which makes me wonder. Yeah. There was, there were, yeah, there were Transformers riding other Transformers. Yep. It's a vaguely sexual thing. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Do they argue about top and bottom? Actually, <laughs> actually they switch yeah. because when they get knocked down, the one that was riding turns into a, a, a motorcycle and the one that was the bike becomes ah, the top. Well, at least they're, they're switch hitters. At least they're diplomatic <laughs> about it. Yeah. Mm. They're switch hitters. It just pictures something like a robot chicken sketch where one of them turns into a gun and then they trigger something that you don't expect. Uh, there... <laughs> I don't know if it was a robot chicken or something else. There was, uh, there was one particular sketch I saw where one of the Transformers turned into a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's really dark in here. Let, let me turn on my vibration sense to find out where I am. And just as one. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, they they fight, you know, fight, 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 itchy and scratchy, that whole thing. And I don't know if he's speaking English or, or gibberish. The Junkions talk TV. They they talk infomercial because they learned how to speak through the TV and infomercials. Yeah. We've been sh shouting into the void of space since TV was invented. Yeah, that was cool, but it seemed you said sometimes it was just kind of like gibberish. Well, sometimes it was language. gibberish, you know, gibberish space language, bleep, you know, bleeps and bloops, clicks and whistles, that kind of thing. And uh, a bit, they keep fighting. The greeting, the universal greeting they works. They keep fighting until the corkscrew ship shows up and drills into the planet, and Hot Rod, Cup, and the Dinobots come out and they do the universal greeting. And the Junkions know the universal greeting and they start dancing around. Everything's they have a happy. Party. And they have this, you know, giant Defeat party. Defeat equals friendship. Defeat equals friendship. <laughs> I don't know if any of them lost necessarily, but hey, food, money. Okay, so where was I? We just left the planet of junk because we found yeah. another spaceship. Oh. The Junkions are our friends now. We're going to go kill the Grand Poobah. Wait, I want to mention the toughest stain. with the yeah. Junkions, I like when they land and they say to the leader, uh, guns, that's not friendly. And yeah. Neither are they. If it's his think. nipples. Yeah. They're guns. Yeah, Maybe he's, he's cold. He's just excited. Yeah. <laughs> he really is just excited to see everybody. So Imagine if they were rifles. Oh, God. The Junkions fix <laughs> the Junkions fix Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus wakes up, looks very confused, like, wait, what happened? Him. I thought I died. Yeah. So they take their ships and they're going off to kill Unicron, eliminate the Grand Poobah, eliminate mm. even the toughest stains. <laughs> we cut to oh, Unicron. Oh, I just had an idea for fantasy casting, but go ahead. We cut to Unicron, who uh, Galvatron is standing on his chest-ish area and says, yeah. I have the Matrix, you're my pawn now, and he tries to open it. Yeah. Doesn't work, and Unicron goes, all right, you little bitch, fuck you. Wait, is Galvatron is what who Megatron was turned into? Yes, Megatron ah. was turned into Galvatron, who is trying to take over Unicron. Does there's he, a lot of there's a lot of Rons. Does he mind control him, or just give him migraines when he doesn't? Severe obey? migraines is what that is. So it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. I'm surprised like, the beginning scene doesn't give people migraines. Lots of flashing. Um, like, I'm pretty sure it has. Seizure the, flashing. I'm pretty sure it has in the past. Yeah. By the way, seizure warning for this movie. Yes. If you're photosensitive, be careful. It's yeah. just like there's, the opening. I think. There's yeah, a lot of flashing, and there's some like when uh, oh yeah, when Galvatron, hard, yeah. when Unicron yeah. is making his displeasure known. There's a lot of flashing lights too. So, yeah. photosensitives take warning. It's it's a fun movie, but it's not worth having seizure over. Yeah. <laughs> so. We cut back to there. To there, Galvatron says, "Ah, you're my bitch now." Unicron says, "Huh, you little shit. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. You can't even open that thing." He's just and wearing on top it of like everything else, yeah, on top of everything else, 
I'm going to smash your planet. Fuck you. He tr Unicron transforms into a planet-sized robot who I have Debatable. over I'm standing on my computer tower <laughs> and literally just starts punching and kicking and and just making big old ch taking big old chunks out of Cybertron. Uh, Galvatron gets mad, tries to shoot him. Unicron goes, all right, again, fuck you, grabs him and eats him. <laughs> then we cut to the Autobots on their two spaceships, which apparently intergalactic travel takes roughly 37 seconds. <laughs> they make it back to... to Almost uh, went to blood. Yeah. They, they make, a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> they make it back to Cybertron. Both ships get <laughs> shot down by Unicron because nobody knows how to fly a ship. Nope. <laughs> the Dinobots jump out. Grimlock says, me Grimlock, kick butt, who then... Literally kicks uh, uh, Unicron in the ass. Why couldn't he just say ass? They had a guy say shit in this movie. Okay, yeah, I left that part out. Earlier... I was going to say, earlier, tell us that, yeah. Earlier in the movie, at, when Unicron eats both of the moons of Cybertron, the mm. second one, they blow it up to try to stop him. There yeah. isn't even a dent in him. So Spike and, Spike and Bumblebee are on the planet, are on the ship that had just, like, exploded him. They look back, hey, does it even dent it? And, and Sparkplug, uh, Spike says, ah, shit, what are we going to do now? Ooh. The reason that word w was in that movie was to make the movie PG-rated rather than G. Because <laughs> at the time, you, could, you were limited to how many times per day you could show a G-rated movie, but you were not for a PG-rated movie. What? Don't ask me why. That's what the rules. children? Th that's what the rules were in, uh, in 1986, for some reason. So that line was in the theatrical release... All the VHS releases later took it out because, oh, that's a bad word. And then when uh, the first DVD release came out, when uh, uh, Rhino Entertainment got a hold of it, they put it back in. Yay! Backstory! Yes. Anyway, you know, fast forward back to we're fighting Unicron. Um, nobody really knows how to fly a spaceship in this universe. They crash the corkscrew into one of Unicron's eyes in a surprisingly neat scene where Unicron then grabs at his face and goes, Ah, Jesus, my face, that hurts! He cool. doesn't actually say that, but you know he's thinking it real loud. <laughs> I didn't think he would uh, have much. I guess he even a god has pain. Yep. Yeah. So we've uh, cut to the inside of Unicron. Uh, just assume on the outside, all of the Decepticons that have taken over Cybertron are trying to fight back. Most of them are losing because Unicron is just swatting them away like flies because that's all they really are to, that, to him. They're too big if he's supposed to be planet-sized. Right. Again, scale is a fluid concept in the Transformers so universe. So now they have a little fantastic voyage. Absolutely, they do. And dealing with slide, the. Slide, slide, what? <laughs> <laughs> they got to deal with this immune system, is apparently a. Like hooks? Yeah, his immune claws? system are like prongs and hooks on, on wires, and then an unknown reservoir of water for reasons unknown. At least. Yeah. I hope it's water. It might be cyber bile. Who the hell knows? Sulfuric acid? Uh, hot, rod, like hot Rod gets separated from the others, uh, mm -hmm. and he ends up encountering Galvatron inside the, I assume to be, bowels of Unicron. <laughs> they have a fight. You know, they have a fight. Triangle wins. Triangle man. Um, basically, Galvatron and Hot Rod are fighting each other, while the others end up in what appears to be Galvatron's colon, maybe? Where there's a big vat it's of like, acid that Transformers are being dropped into from a conveyor, conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah, it's like a factory. And conveniently enough, I don't know how much time has passed since he was sucked in there, but apparently Spike Witwicky is next on the line to be dropped into the tank of acid. 
Daniel doesn't know how to do the transforming bits of his, of his thing. He, like, blows a blast out of his elbow or something and eventually closes the lid on the acid vat, which, why it has lids, I don't know, but he closes one. Well, the ones have, are going to be dropped in. Don't, can't stomachs kind of turn, you know, clench shut or something? I get, okay, so it's a robo Yeah, the, there is some sort of esophageal. So it's yeah, a robo It's not supposed to do yeah, that. I, it's I, a robo I yeah, guess. It's not supposed to do it, but it is, oh. it is a... Then why is there a valve there? Um, well, it's it's not supposed to clench, but what it is is it clenches if the body senses poison. Oh. So it doesn't ah. go to the rest of the body. Ah. But that's the stomach it, going, you asshole. No, yeah, pretty much. I thought it yeah. would open up wide. One of the parts. Uh, one of the parts I liked about it was the, um, you know, with the the cutaways that happen. Yeah. And this, uh, how it just goes to black every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of wondering. I was hoping that they would do it. It would go to black. Yeah. You know, at that point when his dad's being dropped. When his dad's being dropped and it's go to black and we go to some other scene so we yeah. think Spike's dead. Yeah. But they, they didn't Just play quite, a little bit of it, yeah. It's like, give us a commercial break at least. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, play it up a little bit more. Yeah, so, I thought it was, hey, did I was it. surprised because yeah. yeah. I, I was, he only gets one, it's like two doors hinge it. Yep, and, and he, so he blasts one of the hinges, and that hinge falls, and, and that's where they And then they cut before we see the result. I mean, yeah. we know he's probably going to live, even though they killed off Optimus yeah. Prime, so, say, so there's a little I will say, this suspense. is a kid's movie, but no, there is a lot of wholesale slaughter kill, in this okay, movie. There's a lot of kill, slaughter, graphic gonna, slaughter, yeah. They're going to kill the the robots, but they're not going to kill the people. No. Yeah. All right, so. We're the robot dogs. They're not going to kill us in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Does the dog die? Transformers. No. No. <laughs> so we cut. We're the dogs. So we cut back to Hot Rod oh. and Galvatron, who are having themselves a little wrestle. Um, they're fighting each other. It's kind of like the Optimus versus Megatron, only less cool because Galvatron yeah. and Hot Rod are not as cool as Optimus and Megatron. <laughs> yeah. Um, Galvatron's trying to pull Hot Rod's head off. Hot Rod grabs the Matrix, and all of a sudden. Stan Bush's The Touch starts playing again. <laughs> hey, he might be the, the chosen one. Who the hell? Really? Wow, hold and on. This is what's happening. And it changes his face. Yeah. It changes his face. He gives grows him a, few a little ex- bit too. Yeah. He gets a few extra lines. He grows and eventually he gets his own disappearing trailer. Yeah. <laughs> because when yeah. Hot Rod becomes Rodimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. Rod. You heard me. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> he goes from being a sports car to a camper van because that's... Better question mark? It's not as but it's got yeah. flames on it. Yeah. But it's got flames. Oh yeah, flames, yeah. flames all over the place. That so, that helps me remember his name and who he is because so yeah. He's so Rodimus, yeah. So yeah, Rodimus, Rodimus picks up Galvatron, throws him out of the stomach stomach wall of Unicron. He flies out into space. This is the worst ulcer anyone's ever had. <laughs> Never mind. He's the it's the worst ulcer anyone's ever had. He. Uh, Hot Rod opens the Matrix to light our darkest hour. Opens the Matrix. Unicron has the worst case of digestion ever. He's like grabbing at his different bits. There's just green light bursting out of his stomach. His other eye explodes. Everything's going terrible. He's just screaming and yelling. And then he goes rock'em sock'em his head robots. Woof, goes flying off into the into the universe. His body explodes. Rosebud. We won. Everybody's dead. You know, we died. Everyone's together. We're gonna keep fighting until all are one. Now we don't see Galvatron's body. Because we're not supposed to, because he's the main villain of season three of Transformers. Uh, uh, Unicron's head also goes flying into the void. Because he will come back 
15 years later, give or take, for the Unicron Trilogy, which was three series of anime called Transformers Cybertron, Energon, and Uni Universe? No, Armada. They may not have been in that order, I don't remember the order they were in, but all three of those have an overarching story about Unicron's head coming back, still being alive, and, Maybe it landed and next to fucking the shit giant. up. Right, and in, yeah. in Prime Universe... It's probably in Greenland next um, to... In the Prime Universe... Unicron... Well, that, that's a huge spoiler for Season 1, but Unicron is still around. Yes. Unicron is in the Prime Universe, and he fucks shit up. You should watch Transformers Prime. It is a very good show. <coughs> yes. So, yeah, the movie's over. It ends with watching Unicron's head just go flying off into the void, yeah. and then we get... Hair metal Transformers music again, and Ooh. I'm rocking and bopping to the credits, and it's great. And this is easily one of my favorite movies. Is it a good movie? No. But that's why it's a guilty pleasure. Is it yeah. loud, dumb, and fun? Yes, and that's why I love it. Do you think, did you first see it when you were a kid? Maybe nostalgia has um, a I was I was four when it came out, so I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I saw it not very long after, and I loved it. I had a few different Transformers VHS tapes in the in the, in the back in the day, and I watched them so many times I wore them out. Like I, they snapped in the machine, they were played so much. I assume it probably helps if you're familiar with the show. Yes, if you know things about the show, this movie makes more sense. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to have watched it. Yeah, it's gonna be weird and and dopey either way, <laughs> uh, and you just kind of like accept that you know Transformers are weird and just kind of accept that. The other thing, then you can have a lot of fun with. But it. the other thing about the, the part of the reason I kind of like it, not so much in a oh nostalgic sort of way, but in a in the eighties, and you can you can say this with pretty much certainty. Um, Kids TV shows didn't talk down to kids. No. Right. Mm. No. They they assumed that kids are going to learn big words. They're going are right. going to have to learn big words. They're going to have to learn deep plots. They're going to have to learn that life happens. Right. And they didn't pander to kids. And yeah. Transformers is one of those that didn't pander to kids. I think that's still, why I, that's why I like it too. Yeah. It, 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 it stands on its own. Even even G.I. Yeah. Joe kind of talked down to you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They have lasers well, yeah. instead of guns in all the in, shows. Yeah. G.I. Joe is yeah, it was yeah. lasers and nobody nobody important ever actually got hit. Yeah. In was, Transformers, the robots could get hit because they weren't people. Yeah. yeah. Was this but, before they weren't able to say die in a in a show? Um, I think this was like during the prime of that. Of that. Oh, because yeah. it, it was like still, the late '90s when they were actually able to say things like "they're still censoring" die instead of "destroy." But they didn't talk mm. down to kids. Ah. They didn't do the whole. I I, I want to call it Disneyfication because that's you know. Do you have a specific example? Sure. Uh, if you think about TV shows that are out now, for example. I'm not really sure. Okay. I have little kids. I babysit. I have nieces and nephews who are six and three. And uh, she's eight months old now. So I've seen a lot of kids TV. A lot of kids TV now are things like um pj masks or uh paw patrol Ugh, paw patrol these Ooh, these types yeah. of things are all like hey guys we're gonna go save this guy he's drowning what's something we can use to save him maybe we could get a life raft that's a good idea let's go do that or those kitty cats are evil they're throwing apples at my head this is the 
stuff that they're doing now in kids' TV. Okay. Isn't there in my head. A oh, here's a solution. Move. Yeah, what about um, <laughs> age, age brackets, though? That's not that, like Paw Patrol's like preschool, right? It is it, aimed at little, little it's, kids. It's at they, little kids, but... They don't have to talk down that much. No, yeah. whereas... Okay, but think about it this way. They're aimed at three, four, five-year-olds. Oh. When Dan was watching Transformers... He was three, four, five-year-olds. Huh, Sesame Street is aimed at the same bracket, and they don't talk. They down don't talk down no, to kids. They, no. I, I they have stayed on par. They, yes. they like, deal yeah. with like Robin Williams says in Mrs. Doubtfire. You don't need to talk down to kids. You talk at them. Yeah. You play at them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's where my whole thing is. They they have softened the way to talk to kids. Yeah. And I don't think it's helping. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, statistically speaking, children are learning almost 20,000 words less than now than they were Probably, when yeah. we were kids. How's that yeah. possible? Around... Text, text speak? It's, yeah, yeah, it's basically... Around, well, they're that's not learning about bigger words. Oh. Right. That's, that's the thing. They're not learning definitions of bigger words, so their but vocabulary are, isn't as vast. Are some of these words necessary anymore? Like, there's plenty of words. Not necessary, but... Like, if, medieval words that no one But that's says. not what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Well, de- devil's advocate. I've never had to use anti-disestablishmentarian. No, yes. but you can use the word discussion rather than TED Talk. Good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a specific yeah. type of discu- uh, presentation, though. But it, it's part of the lexicon now, where instead of discussion, yeah. it was like, this has been my TED Talk. This has been my TED Talk. Instead of, yeah. we're going to have a deep, meaningful discussion about this. I thought yeah. TED Talk was more about presenting something to people, rather than a, a discussion is two people, t- or more people talking. Okay, I, okay, you and I are going to have a talk, instead of you and I are going to have a discussion. They mean the exact same thing. One sounds a little more ominous, Yeah. Though. But that's the point. It's like, we're going to have a discussion. What did I do? Different word flavors. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm sorry. I didn't do it. The point is, though, Unless is that good. your kids don't have a descriptive hmm. way of speaking anymore. Not really. And no. it makes them no. sound dumb. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't interact with kids. If you do, trust me. <laughs> I, I always assume that people might be remembering the past, you know, skewed because... I don't know. Memories are... Rose-colored glasses are a thing. Yes. But, uh, or like when yeah. you're three, you don't sit and think about the vocabulary of your peers. <laughs> no, you don't. No. But at the same time, I can, I can tell you that I understood. I can tell you what I understood. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. And it's possible I'm, I'm overthinking it. But it's it's some things that I've, I've picked up on. It's like, wow, okay, this, you know... These kids are. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't even want to get into. Kids these days. Well, I don't even want to get into certain things like the new math and everything else because that just it hurts my brain. I was doing new math with my niece when she came for a visit. and She was doing her homework. I'm not even sure what that. Is that different um, than what we it's, learned? It's, it's technically gets to the same place, but it's in it, such it's a backwards way. The steps to get it instead. Okay, we learned in in um, factors of twelve. Yeah. They learn in factors of ten, which I, which to an extent I huh? get, but yeah. the way they do it metric. is it's weird. Not really metric though. No. If we were learning metric, that would be one thing completely different than what they're learning. It's it's <sighs> it's. I would have to it's, go back to school in order up. to understand it. Didn't yeah. they come up with the term new math in the seventies? Uh, yes, but it's Tom Lehrer saying oh. about it. Yes, but there's new math and then there's new new math. Like, what the <laughs> hell is it called? Common, Common core. core. Common core. Because yeah. remember, the, the point of new math is not so much to get the right answer, but to show yeah. that you know what you're doing. Well, yeah. we always had to show our work. 
it's a different sort of work. It's yeah. it, it's, it's like just, trying to add twenty seven and eight, and you take twenty seven and you divide the twenty seven into blocks of ten. Oh, I so, I would say I would take tw- I would add seven and eight, fifteen, and then imagine fifteen plus twenty. Yeah, but instead you would do that as 10 plus 10, and then 7 plus 8 equals that, so you'd have to do it in 10, 10, 10, another row of 10, and then whatever's left over, and then you add that all together. Yeah, I don't think you would need to break it up into 10. But that's what they did. But that's what Common Core does. But breaking it up, I think Any younger people listening to this right now is like, listen to these old fossils, they don't get it. I'm looking at it going, how the hell did they do this? This doesn't make any sense. Like, our six-year-old knees are just like, well, then you do this, this, and this. And we're, we're looking at it, 36 years old, like, what? <laughs> she's, so, she's telling me, yeah, auntie, I get it. And I'm like, that's great. Auntie don't get it. Did, did our auntie's confused to that. <laughs> so did our parents look at our math and be like, no, because we learned this? the same so thing as, as our When did they start did. putting letters with it? But that's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the only difference is we learned algebra. They didn't necessarily. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah they didn't have to. Oh. Yeah. Whereas we, it became part I of our curriculum. Was, yeah. And to I be fair, most, to be fair, since high school, I've never had a situation where I had to solve for X. No, ever. I think I've done a couple of times, but I mean, basic Unless algebra X is the is... one you don't call anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, mean, that's the one you block on the phone. But shit like trigonometry and all the really fancy y. shit is like unless you're going, unless you're going into X equals STEM, all gone. Yeah, yeah, STEM, or if you're going into construction. Counting? Oh yeah, yeah, architecture. Like that. I can understand you having to, you know, especially the the axes and everything else. But yeah, I I mean, basic stuff like hypotenuse or. uh, I don't need to find x is fine. I don't need to find like you know Pythagorean angle to deliver mail. No, so it's like it's not not something that is a part of my life. So and to all my math teachers, you say I won't have a calculator on me all the time. What do you call a cell phone? (laughs) Woo. Anyway, so. Fantasy oh, casting, fantasy voices. Um, fantasy voices. I don't know, Gilbert Gottfried? Just just to as annoy who? people? I don't as know. As, no. I'm just thinking as of Blur. Yes. Oh, God. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know if Micro right. Machine Man is still I'm alive. I'm trying to get into the truck. Oh, God. As far as I understand, John Machida is still alive. Oh, yeah. okay. So he, is. Would, he is. He is. He's, yeah. very, he's very retired, but he's still alive. I would be perfectly fine with Steve Bloom going any of these people. Specifically yeah. Starscream because he has my heart with uh, with. Uh, the, for those, uns- those unsure, Steve Bloom is the voice of Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. Ah, yes. Um, he's also done was, lots and lots he, of And he's also things. the voice of Starscream in Transformers Prime. It's a very different kind of Starscream. Yeah. And what was, maniacal. But he's still a sniv- sniveling <laughs> worm. Sniveling weasel. Well, what was the name of the bat from um, Beast Wars? Or Beast Machines. Beast Machines, that was Night Scream. Oh, okay, because I keep hearing uh, Starscream and I think of a bat. Yeah, so that was Night Scream, so you're close. And for me, for Prime, I just gotta say this one. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. That's your go-to joke, like me and... Uh, he would be what for Prime. I think he would be more for Unicron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you need to have it. I might be a giant asshole, but you need to find the Matrix, huh? <laughs> yes. how, about, how about Vin Diesel as um, Unicron? <laughs> Vin Diesel's got the deep enough voice to do it, yeah. He, he was already yeah. the Iron the Giant. Not now, see, we can fantasy cast a few more of the voices, because yeah. a few more actually did show up. Uh, yeah. If Bumblebee was Will Friedel, I'd yeah. be okay yes. with that. 
Yeah. Um, yes. Ultra Magnus can't be Robert Stack anymore because Robert Stack died. However, oh. in, in Transformers in Prime. Prime, he was voiced by Michael Ironsides. Mm-hmm. Wait, was <laughs> which works? Oh, how about the the uh, to catch a predator guy? Oh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, Hansen. Hansen. Chris Hansen. Yes, he Chris could Hansen. be the new um, virtual, yeah. virtual snorlax. So who do we do for Rodimus? Who, 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 was, the, who was like who's the Dennis our, who's Rodman? That, who's, who's our, our Judd, Judd Nelson? Who's our Judd Nelson now? I don't know. But Zach Efron. Oh, no. I just want to make a joke about like Dennis Rodman because he's got Rod in his name. No. <laughs> and bright hair. And, I oh, said wow, you know these no. motherfuckers. I'm just going to go to North Korea. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this. I'm out. I'm going to go there with, with Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, no. Who's also a giant asshole. <laughs> it's North Korea. They're welcome there. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> oh, I want to say, I was wondering, hey, do these robots have a mash unit if they need to make repairs? And would the Hawkeye robot turn into a giant still? Well, that yeah. was your idea about the still, yeah. and I'm but like, Would yes. the Hawkeye robot actually have a switch to go from comical to maudlin? Like, oh my like God. on uh, Futurama. Oh, wait. Yes, his name is... They parodied oh, yeah. him on... There was a Hawkeye bot in Futurama. Oh my yes. god, I gotta find that. He literally had a switch on his side to switch from comic to maudlin. Yes, he yep. did. I forgot all about that. Oh god, that. I gotta leave that up. Is Ratchet? Yeah. His, na- his yeah. name okay. is Or he would turn... Or now, Hawkeye Ratch- bot would turn into a tank to that... that- you know, runs over latrines. Yeah. Because it was a baby. What was, what was the name of um, Will Ferrell's character in Zoolander? Oh, God, I don't remember. I know we all... Mugatu. I may, yeah, Mugatu, I yeah. Saying, I, I may remember the gasoline fight. Yeah, if you just Ooh. have... Just replace Orson Welles with that character. Really, oh. really... You need to go find the Matrix <laughs> and I'm a psychopath! <laughs> what is this? A Cybertron for ants? <laughs> oh my god, yes! Whoa, Tom, you're laughing. The audio is flipping, man. The, the, the microphone does not like your happiness. Maybe it's an evil transformer. What is this? It tried to get me. We had a vending machine transformer at one point, so why, why not a microphone? Full of Mountain Dew. It's, yeah. it fired them like like bullets. Wait a minute, though. If His it name was, was Dispensor. He had if he they'd all like open it up and <laughs> spill all over the place. No, literally, it's whole, it's like its arm is like a like a cannon but that he, literally he fires the cans at people. Yeah, but you don't want to open that; it'll get all full oh, no, on you, you. You've angered the gods of Dew. Or or you could use it as a gun and spray it in people's eyes. Yeah. He, he was at the end that. of the first uh, Michael Bay movie. I imagine oh, that he would just have a really bad day and just the Twix would get stuck and he'd go back to his original form. <laughs> A3, A3. <laughs> Somebody just shake the shit out of it. In the Transformers in the Transformers canon, that's called the transformation spasm. Sometimes it happens to Transformers where they get stuck mid-transformation and oh. they have to like force it. Do they have special Ow. medication for that? Like little purple pills? Okay. In tra- yeah, it's called uh, it's called um, Energon. In, tra- in Transformers in Transformers um, Revenge of the Fallen, the second movie. The last one I saw. There were a couple of neat moments in those movies. One of them I really liked was a character, Jetfire, who transformed, who hadn't transformed in decades. Mm. Like, he had been in his alternate mode for a very, 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 very long time. 
So when he transformed, he was rusty and parts weren't moving properly. So <laughs> when he would transform, he actually had to push parts of his body into the proper position to transform the rest of the way. The movies have little details that I think work, but as a whole, the, the Michael Bay movies are fucking garbage. Mm. Mm. But they did do a few little things right. But I'm not going to get into that right now. So, so fantasy casting, yeah. I would basically, if we're going to change casting, I would, every character that recurs between this movie and Transformers Prime, I would put the Transformers Prime actors in those spots. Mm-hmm. And I would find a way to get the the Decepticon character Knockout into the 86 yes. movie. Because Knockout is the greatest character ever. He is fabulous. He is a Decepticon cosmetic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Who is yeah. voiced by Darren Norris, who is Timmy Turner's dad from yeah. the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> wow. And he is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wow. amazing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I love him very much. And his very best friend in the series is voiced by Adam Baldwin, uh, Adam Baldwin who is Jane from Firefly. Ooh, I haven't never seen that show. Oh, he was also in Chuck. Yeah. yeah. He was in Chuck, he was in Leverage, he was yeah. in. Lots of other shows. Well, isn't Adam Baldwin a, uh, a main character in Chuck? He's like Chuck's Yeah, he's, he's a main uh, character, yeah. Anyway, so so that was my Guilty Pleasure movie. Although, again, when it comes to movies, I have basically no shame, so I'm not sure <laughs> anything could truly be considered a guilty pleasure. I was thinking about it during this past week or so. If there was any movie that I would truly even moderately be ashamed of, I would share it with you guys, but Joss would make me sleep on the couch for the rest of my life <laughs> for making her watch it again. What? Room 237. No. No. Too new. No. It's, it's way too new. No. Yeah, way too new. Yeah. I will not but watch that again. If you want to see no. a movie of crazy people being no. goddamn crazy, no. watch Room 237. Fuck you. It's and a documentary about the. Fucking cr- werewolf. No. It was a minotaur, not Don't a werewolf. Care. Don't care. <laughs> It's no. a documentary about the crazy fan theories and conspiracies behind The Shining. Nice. Yeah. It yeah. is such a stupid movie. Once was But enough. I love it. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway. All right. All yeah. right. So yeah. I, think, um, yeah. I think we're ready to wrap up. We're pretty much probably the same as the time as the movie. I don't know. Just about, about, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It was a good 90-minute movie. Yeah. So. yeah. so, yeah, around about there, after probably after some edits, we'll see so what we got to do. where can we be reached? All right, you can reach us. You can find us on the ever-growing Movie Theater Time Machine Facebook page. Woo! And thank you for all the new fans, and thank you, Jess. To, uh, I apologize for, if this movie loses us a few. But for really, yeah, no, no, no. I think we'll be okay. Honestly, for the ever-growing fan base we have here, you can also look us up on our brand new Instagram page, which is now going to start being uh, pushed out there. And you can find us MT uh, MT Time Machine on Twitter. So uh, we have that. And the next week we go to the final guilty pleasure. Yep. That's mine. Elvis. It's Elvis. These are these are mine. This is mine. Yep. Um. <laughs> so next week it is <laughs> Kid Galahad starring Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, this ought to be interesting. Oh, yeah. just that wait. Means- if you think he knows a lot about Transformers, I know a lot about Elvis. 
That evil cackle disturbs me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need it, in the meantime, if you need it to shop early for Christmas gifts, check out my my cute animal art on Zazzle. Just look up K-A-Z-F-O-X-S-E-N. And I also got some buttons and stickers and can paint you a custom pet portrait ornament on Etsy. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, folks, it's always fun doing this, and very soon, just be aware, we are going to have a Patreon page. Oh, we also, I also made Movie Theater Time Machine uh, merch on a Zazzle page, too. So we're, we're going to have a Patreon page. It's going to be set up within the next few weeks, so we just really got to get some time together to get that worked out. Very busy. Uh, yeah, we're definitely very busy with so many other things. So, folks, we'll take care of yourselves. Thanks for joining in, and as always... Be good, take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. <laughs> <laughs>